I've been yearning to work from home since the pandemic started. See, I was one of those necessary workers, or whatever, and even though I was in tech, and my job consisted mostly of troubleshooting my company's computer issues, my boss required that I come in on a regular 9 to 5. I think she was just too old school to consider working from home to be a thing. See, I'm a chronic introvert. I can only stand being around people for an hour or two before I get socially exhausted. So the pandemic, working from home, it was all kind of my perfect situation. Rather, it should have been. But earlier this year, I got a new job. And guess what? It was fully remote. Prayers answered and such. You couldn't understand my excitement. I'd never have to meet my coworkers. I'd never have to have mundane conversations by the printer about shows I'm never going to watch or have to attend annoying work lunches and talk small. Nope, I could be home in my own comfort. There was only one problem. My laptop was pretty old. It was from 2012, and this new gig required more computing power. I cautiously asked my new supervisor if I could possibly purchase an upgrade using company funds. It's a fair ask for this type of position, and the worst they could say is no. Well, he did say no, quite convivially too. But he did say that I could have one of their used laptops. Apparently, they were planning on giving it to me anyway. I asked for the specs of the laptop and didn't get a straightforward answer. He only told me that the laptop would arrive at midnight. Weird. At midnight? I figured he meant by midnight, meaning it probably won't be here until morning. Well, about five minutes after midnight, while preparing for bed, my doorbell rang. I opened the door, but no one was standing in the hallway. I looked down at my feet. The work laptop, as I will call it, was sitting on my doormat, not even in a box. Its charger coiled up next to it. It didn't resemble any brand I knew of. It had no notable logo. I figured it was a laptop they custom built. I brought the laptop inside and set it on my counter. I opened it up and tried turning it on to no avail. I plugged it in, figuring it was dead and still nothing. They sent me a busted computer. Great. I rolled my eyes and just went to bed. In the middle of the night, I woke up to a loud whirring sound. I went out to my kitchen and noticed that the work laptop was now on, and the fan inside it was going berserk. The desktop had no applications, and the taskbar at the bottom of the screen had only one app, one for internet browsing. There wasn't a documents or downloads folder, no trash can, no settings or system preferences to select anywhere. No way. No way to see the specs, storage, nothing. It was weirdly sparse for any computer. I've been using computers for years. I've even used air-gapped ones, and I'd never seen one like this. The strangest thing of all, though, was the desktop wallpaper. It was an image of what seemed to be a person watching TV, their back turned to the camera, and sitting on a couch. Odd. Very, very odd. I wish I could change it, but as I said, there are no system preferences to access. One of the few autonomous things I could do was click the shutdown or restart button and turn the Wi-Fi on and off. 
I closed the laptop and went back to bed feeling confused, but excited to start my first day. The next day I woke up. I grabbed the work laptop and opened it. The desktop screen booted up. I still couldn't get over the weird setup. I brushed it off and figured I was on a guest account they specifically made for me. Before I could click anything though, an app popped up out of nowhere. It was a video meeting service similar to Zoom. I clicked the join call button and a bunch of little video boxes popped up. I realized though that everyone had their camera off, so I motioned to turn mine off too, but then my new boss, Mr. Paulson, chimed in and said, No Mike, leave your camera on. I was taken aback. I was wondering how in the hell did he know that I was moving to toggle it off? He quickly answered, We monitor all activity on the laptops. We have an automated screen sharing running 24-7 on it. It's to ensure you're not downloading any foreign software or going to sites you shouldn't. It seemed a bit strict, but hey, it's their company. I responded saying, I got it. Sounds good. Actually, one quick thing. The computer doesn't seem to have any software installed or... Before I could finish, he intercepted saying, The software will appear on screen as needed per the task we assign you and when we're doing video meetings. I thought this was all very Orwellian. Also, I swore I heard the other people in the meeting giggling and commiserating with one another. It sounded like a few of them were licking their lips. I wondered if this was a prank. Maybe they were just ribbing me since it was my first day. Whatever, I thought. They're paying me and my rent's going up. I'll follow the rules. However offbeat they are. I just nodded and asked, Well, since I'm already talking, what can I help out with today? I realized I didn't get any sort of assignment or... Before I could finish, Paulson chimed in again and said, We'll talk later. And the app abruptly closed. Wait, what? That was the meeting? I sat in front of the laptop confused. What the fuck am I supposed to do then? Just sit here and wait? As soon as I thought that, a PDF form popped up on the laptop screen. It had a bunch of fields to fill in. It was titled, New Employee Health Screening. I scrolled down the form and read its contents. It was like one of those forms you fill out when you go to a doctor for the first time. Only, it was very in-depth and more concerned with my eating patterns, almost like a diet plan. Fat percentage, sugar intake, alcohol intake, what I eat for breakfast, dinner, lunch, the food groups I tend to indulge in. I sat on my couch mystified. It begged me in the fine print at the top to be as accurate as possible on pain of penalty, whatever the fuck that means. Once more, I chalked it up to them just being a bit left of field as a company and filled out the form. I clicked the submit button at the bottom and the window vanished, and then I just sat there in silence. No word came for the rest of the day, no email, no app pop-ups, no correspondence at all. As I went to bed that night, I couldn't help but feel slightly off about the whole thing. I honestly considered quitting. The laptop monitoring was rubbing me the wrong way. I obviously value my own privacy, no matter what I'm doing. As my eyes fluttered and my mind drifted, I heard the distinctive chime from the laptop. What the fuck? I whispered to myself as I snaked out of bed. 
The world was blurry through my tired eyes, and I stumbled into the dark of my living room to find the laptop screen bright, and the video meeting app was already open and asking me to join the call. Something deep inside me told me to just shut the laptop down. Ignore it. Just say I missed it because, you know, I was asleep because it was, you know, 12.30 a.m. But against my better judgment, I clicked the join button. The other people that were on the call earlier were there, their cameras all off. I moved my cursor once again towards the video toggle to shut off my camera, until I heard, No, no, Mike, leave it on. I was so flabbergasted, I couldn't even form words at first. I, uh, hello? Uh, what, what, what is this? What, what? Once again, before I could finish, Mr. Paulson interrupted and said, Emergency meeting, Mike. I sat there waiting for him to say more. He didn't. And I heard more snickering from the other people on the call. I was starting to get really frustrated. And in an irate tone, I said, Is there a purpose to this call? Someone was banging on my door, and I jumped. We have a gift for you. For a good first day's work. It's at the door. Said another random person on the call. I scratched my head and slowly walked to the front door. I opened it and once more there was no one in the hallway. But, at my feet, on the doormat, there was a basket of muffins, wrapped in plastic. Now would be a good time to mention that muffins are actually my favorite food. I know that's a weird favorite food, but it's true, I could eat a million muffins if you'd let me. I picked up the basket and brought it inside. Before even sitting back down in front of the work laptop, I heard Paulson's voice say, I moved back to the work laptop just to ask what in the hell is going on, but as soon as I got in front of the screen, the app closed. I stood in the dark of my living room, confused, irritated, and frankly done with the weird habits of this company. The next day, I woke up ready to email my boss to tell him I was quitting. Something about everything that was happening just wasn't sitting right with me. I made my way over to the work laptop and something came over me in an instant, that I didn't want to use that laptop anymore. I went to my bedroom closet to grab my old laptop. I brought it to the living room, I opened it up, and I began typing my resignation email. But right before I could hit the send button, my phone buzzed. I picked up my phone, and on the screen, it read that $5,000 had been deposited into my account. I was stunned. The video service app launched. At this point, I felt delirious. I grabbed the work laptop and entered the chat. As usual, I was the only one that had video on. Mr. Paulson immediately said, Did you receive your payment advance? We wanted to send that to you, to let you know that you're a valuable asset to us. I let out a huff, and replied, It's very generous, thank you. Although I feel weird because I haven't really done anything yet, Paulson chimed in and said, Don't feel weird. In fact, Take the rest of the day off, and have some of the muffins we got you. Talk later. Paulson ended the call. I really just didn't understand these people. I decided to say fuck it. Why am I complaining? Sure they're weird, but five grand? I'd be crazy to quit. I opened the basket of muffins and took a bite out of one. It was delicious. In fact, it was the most delicious thing I think I've ever tasted. I laid down on my back on the couch and began to fade into a sleep. Hours later, I woke up. It was dark out. I didn't feel normal. 
There was a deep, searing pang of pain in my stomach that kept growing. It was the worst pain I had ever felt in my life. I lifted up my shirt and realized my stomach was slightly larger. I figured I must be bloated. I got to my feet and drank some Pepto-Bismol before shuffling off to my bed. But then my stomach grumbled, and out of nowhere, I got extremely hungry, as if I hadn't eaten in days. I rushed back to my kitchen and grabbed the first thing I saw, the muffins in the basket. I devoured about three of them, and then finally satiated, I hobbled to my bed and passed out. The next morning, I woke up literally screaming from pain. My stomach felt like it was on fire. I removed my shirt, and my abdomen was clearly distended, poking out against my fairly skinny frame. There's no way I gained this much weight this quick, I thought. I thought I should probably go to the ER, but I'm terrified of hospitals. I tend to just let things run their course. It's just bloat and a stomach ache, I repeated to myself. Suddenly, the pain subsided, and the hunger set in yet again. But mentally, I didn't want to eat. My body and brain were in a tug-of-war. I went with my brain's wants and sat down on the couch, the work laptop in front of me. I turned it on and almost instantly, another video call began. I didn't even care to protest the weirdness of it anymore. I just joined the call and sat there silent, waiting for someone else to talk. But no one did. I got fed up. I yelled, what the fuck is this? Is this some kind of a hazing or something? Why is no one talking? Why am I the only one with video on? Why haven't you given me any actual work? Before I can continue, my phone buzzes again. I picked it up, looked at the screen, and saw that another $5,000 had been direct deposited into my account. I take you received the payment, Mr. Paulson said. I nodded, but I had had enough. The money was great, but this was all too weird. I said, Mr. Paulson, I'm letting you know that I'm quitting effective immediately. Can you please have someone come by to grab the laptop? Silence. We'll have someone come by tonight. Have a nice lunch, Mike. The call ended, and as soon as it did, the hunger became so intense it became hard to breathe. I raced over to the basket of muffins and inhaled the rest of them, but it didn't cure my hunger this time. I began to feel a bit lightheaded and started stumbling around the apartment when I noticed something. There was a red light in one of my ear vents. I sluggishly got myself to stand on the couch, and I removed the vent to reveal a camera on a mini tripod pointing downwards at my entire living room. It all clicked for me in an instant. I rushed to the work laptop and realized a horrifying truth. The desktop wallpaper was a picture of me. Watching TV, a screen grab from the camera footage. They had been watching me this entire time. I used all my remaining energy to smash the camera by spiking it onto my floor. I was terrified, but the exertion of energy made me woozy. I fell backwards and passed out. My eyes shot open. It was dark out. Midnight. I had been passed out for 15 hours. The pain in my stomach was indescribable. I could tell even through my shirt how distended and large my stomach had become. I lifted the shirt up and my stomach was swollen to a comical size. And my skin was discolored. Veins branched across it and the pain, oh the pain, 
it was enough to drive you mad. I was tuning out the incessant knocking at the door. I decided I needed to call the hospital, but I couldn't find my phone. I said, screw it. I'll just walk to the urgent care across the street from me. I got to my feet, albeit with difficulty, and limped over to the front door. The knocking was still going. A voice behind the door said, I'm here for the laptop. I swung the door open, and to my shock, a large group of people were standing in the hallway, all with eerie smiles on their faces. My vision began to blur. I heard a warbled voice come through the haze of my near unconsciousness and say, Hello, Mike. You're not quite as ripe as we'd like you. You quit sooner than the others. But oh well, a meal is a meal. The group herded me back into my apartment and locked the door behind them. One of them pushed me down to the ground and I landed on my back, barely able to put up a fight. My mind was so foggy and my limbs so weak. I heard another voice say, Those muffins were good, weren't they, Mike? They do wonders to a body. I'm here now, on the ground, surrounded in a circle by these people. They were all dressed in black. I felt my shirt being lifted off of my abdomen. And in a brief moment of lucidity, I see one of them get to their knees and hover over my body. They take out a long knife with an ornate handle. It was Paulson. He smiles at me as he lowers the knife to the crown of my engorged belly and says, Dinner's ready, everyone. <laughs>